You are listening to the Guarded Heart and Soul podcast. My name is Melissa Graham, and I am sold out and intentional about guarding what comes in the gate of my heart, relationally, emotionally, and spiritually. And I'm passionate to help others do the same. I am a wife, mother of two, licensed counselor, and pastor. My husband and I launched the Avenue Church together, where we have the honor to love and lead thousands of people in the greatest place on earth, East Tennessee, amidst the beautiful Smoky Mountains. I am honored you joined me today, and I pray you are challenged and encouraged to guard your heart with me. Let's jump in together to today's podcast of Guarded Heart and Soul. Hey, Guarded family, welcome to episode three. Today, we're talking about a heart on fire. Open up your heart today and ask God to let you hear His voice through the words I speak. And remember, His voice won't be one that causes shame and pain, but rather healing and hope. When you hear today's topic, what do you think about? This title could take us all down different roads of thought. Fire. Some uses of the word are descriptive of beautiful light and warmth. Some contexts speak of fire as a negative and consuming chemical reaction by which things are destroyed, while other contexts use fire to describe a way of being consumed by something or someone. For the sake of our podcast today, I want you to see, see it all the above, but in a positive, life-giving way. The Bible speaks of fire from the Old Testament all the way through the New Testament, and when fire shows up on the scene, it is a life-changing moment for anyone involved. Just go back to Exodus. Moses encounters God as a fire in a burning bush that was not consumed, and that moment changed everything about his life. And again in Exodus, the Bible says, a pillar of fire led the children of Israel at night through the wilderness. And in the New Testament, Jesus said in Luke 12, 49, I have come to set the world on fire, and I wish it were already burning. And this happens before the outpouring of Pentecost in the book of Acts, when the Bible describes tongues of fire that rested on each of his disciples, which in turn would empower them to change the world. When fire is mentioned in the Bible, Life change is close at hand. You know, we live in the Smoky Mountains of East Tennessee, and it is a gorgeous place to live. We are never lacking in scenery. But in 2016, a wildfire began to burn in Gatlinburg, which is about 35 miles where we, from where we live. And the smoke could be seen in a 60-mile radius. And this wildfire broke out in the Smoky Mountain National Park due to arson. See, at that time, extremely dry conditions combined with a windstorm that produced hurricane-like power and a problematic fire in a hard-to-reach spot on the, tim- on the chimney tops trail created hell-like scenes on one of the prettiest places on God's earth. The wildfire caught local and federal park officials unprepared. Crews set a 400-acre containment area in which the fire would be allowed to burn and plan to let the fire burn itself out. But it's important to note that in the autumn of 2016 in East Tennessee, it had been exceptionally dry. The region was in the midst of an extreme drought. And the strong winds 
carried burning embers, sparking still more hot spots, increasing the spread of the fire. And before it was over, it had spread to 18,000 acres. So for everyone listening today, I would tell you that the effectiveness of fire burning in your heart will hinge on the atmosphere of your heart. It is God's desire that fire consume every heart. And we are called to be fire starters in the world and flame keepers in our own life. Here's the first thing I want you to know. Your heart must have an atmosphere that welcomes fire. The kind of atmosphere I'm talking about is one that is full of the love of God. A place where His love is the fire that burns in you. If His love isn't alive in your heart as an individual, it won't be alive in any other area of your life. And if God's love isn't alive in you, then your entire life's temperature will be off, which in turn means you won't be able to see and love yourself or others the way you should. See, understanding and accepting His love will transform you and cause every relationship in your life to be changed because of His love. As people, our interpretation of love can be so messed up because maybe of how we were raised or maybe the trauma we went through in life, or maybe life just happened to us. But His love is perfect. His love is a gift. His love lights a monstrous flame that can never be taken away from you and I. Because you and I didn't do a thing to earn it. And when you fully learn how to accept His love, it will shift the atmosphere of your life. 1 John 4.18 tells us there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. If your life is plagued by insecurity, fear, or anger, what you're really missing in the atmosphere of your heart is the security in the love of Jesus Christ. Your heart must have an atmosphere that welcomes fire. And it is the love of God alive in you that sets that atmosphere. And you might be asking, well, how do I get there today, Melissa? Well, it's really simple. We just make it way too hard. All you have to do is ask him to help you. Be honest before the Lord and tell him where you really are because he already knows. And then choose to receive his love. Don't make his love a hard thing. He died so that it could flow freely from him to us. So let it. Keep it simple. Then, after you ask him to help you, spend time with Jesus. Pray. Listen. Get in his word. Get to know him. Let his love change you. Be with Jesus and allow him into the deepest places of your heart. So, your heart must have an atmosphere that welcomes fire, and it is the love of God alive in you that sets that atmosphere. And here's the second and final thought I want to leave with you today about a heart on fire. When a fire is started, you must tend the flame, or you could say guard the flame. I learned that foresters 
want fires to burn sometimes. They even set what's called a controlled burn in place to burn away the decay and the weeds and the old brush so that new life can grow and new plants can sprout up. Places that light and sun didn't hit before can have an opportunity for a change of setting. And as the fire burns away the landscape, dark places are exposed so that the light can give the opportunity for new life to grow. The flame of your heart, when tended to intentionally, will do the exact same thing. Burn away the landscape so that the dark places are exposed and the light can give the opportunity for new life to grow. The flame lit from a life securely rooted in the love of God can be tended to, and it can accomplish the burning away of things in our heart that used to hold us back and leave us stuck. The old offenses will burn away. Pain from trauma can burn away. The places that felt insecure and unsafe will be burnt up. You will see yourself and others through eyes of potential and hope. Gratitude and love will be the aroma that rises from the fire of your heart. New life will spring forth, and you will see growth in areas you never even knew possible. So what dark or hidden places do you need to see the fire burn away in your life? Tending the flame of my heart simply means that when the fire of God's love illuminates anything in the landscape of my life, it can be removed. I allow his love to burn it away and to make me more like him because I know that when his fire comes into my heart, it changes everything for the better. And when the atmosphere of your heart is one that attracts and welcomes fire, and when you are responsible to tend or guard the flame, you can take the limits off your life and anything will be possible. And one thing's for sure, everything will get better. When this type of fire we've talked about today is burning in your heart, it should be the eternal flame. It should never go out. And because the fire stays burning, your life will be full of passion, purpose, and joy. So what is the atmosphere of your heart today? Is it one that welcomes fire? Is the love of Jesus alive in you? Are you owning your responsibility to tend the flame? If you aren't, and you're not able to say yes to either of these questions today, I have good news for you. You have just entered a shame-free zone. Admit where you are, but don't stay there. You have the power to change your heart. You have the power to set the atmosphere where the flame can be tended and guarded. You can change that for yourself today. So let your heart be a place that fire is always present. In that kind of atmosphere, darkness is defeated, clutter is consumed, and passion, purpose, and joy will always be present. That's a wrap for today. If you want more information or content, 
You can follow me on Facebook at Melissa Martin Graham or on Instagram at Melissa R. Graham. Thank you for joining me today and stay tuned for more information in the coming days. So many exciting things are on the way.